The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Here we go. Hi everybody, that was Megan saying here we go. Here <laughs> we, we go. go. This is Sarah. Sorry dad, Um, it's Megan. She's saying that. Oh, this takes me to, I'm listening to a podcast called Heaving Bosoms. What in the world? These ladies okay. on their podcast read ro- trashy romance <gasps> novels and recap. It's horrifically addicting. Oh You're my so God. What is it called, Sarah? What heaving is it called? Bosoms. Heaving Bosoms. They... Like everything I've ever wanted in a podcast. So they read terrible romance novels and just recap it and talk about all the filth sex scenes. The fact that the hero is always a douche. Mm. The heroine is always maybe tries hard, but just something ain't right that she's attracted to this Mm -hmm. douche. It's every romance novel. When I was married to my first husband, I read Mm. like a romance novel a day because I was desperate for romance Mm. and true love. And now I don't read them so much anymore. Every once in a while, they're good for the summer. Because I love Jamie Nelson so much. God, I he know. He is my prince. What a dream. He is your dream Fabio. Boat. You don't need a Fabio yes, on the he cover. He is my Fabio. Anyway. Um, after you got hit in the face with a duck. Um, yes. You know I what? Was listening, so I was listening today, and I think it's okay. the latest one or one of the latest ones, where they read a novel called Pestilence. Mm. And I won't even go into it, but it's hilarious. Okay. This, the concept is hilarious okay. to, to the fact. Because they started, and just like us, one of them is suffering from horrific allergies, <laughs> runny nose, and coughing and sneezing, uh-huh. while the other is literally singing to her as she's struggling to like find a Kleenex. So I'm like, they are twins. They're us. Exactly. Where are there? We need to find them. Yes, I know. Let's we, find them yeah. and be like... I, we think we're soul kindred spirits, yes. like yeah. Anna of Green Gables. They, we were there. Our shows are twins for each Bosom, other. Yeah, what Bosom, did Anne say? But what did, was Anna it of Green Gables? Gables? Do you remember Talked that book? About bosoms Bo- being kindred bosom spirits. Oh, we I are kindred bosom yeah. spirits. So listen to that one, just because everybody read trashy romance novels. Well, Sarah, you're notorious for trash novels. Yes. And one year for Christmas, she went to thrift stores and bought yes. all of us horrible, trashy, sexy yes. novels. Yes. Where and everyone got one. Everyone yeah. got one. And also one year... For my birthday, you bought me Light His Fire. Right. Which was a sex... About how learn, to... Learn... How to be learned in the ways of lighting his yes. fire. Yes. How it was my responsibility... 100%. To keep him happy and right. satisfied. Yes. And I took copious notes. I know so thank you, you for that. Yes. Ten years later... Right. <laughs> still going strong. So listen to this. You will die. You will love it. Okay. Um, anyway, that just reminded me of them as 
you were singing and Being our start okay. was rocky at best Sorry. as it always Gary, is. just cut that Gary, out. cut all that out and trim it. Oh, get to work. Anyway, I am Sarah. Hi, I'm Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband. Mm-hmm. Hi. Where Welcome we back. do not recap trashy mm-hmm. romance novels, although that sounds super fun. But I'm mad someone else thought of that idea. Brilliant idea. We just recap true crime shows and yeah. the trashy acting. Your Sorry, cat's trying to get Randy's out trying to get the door. Like literally, he's up on the counter he's pushing. trying to meet a girlfriend <laughs> outside. Randy? Yes. You done stuck in here. Oh, Randy sucks. Oh, Randy. He just eats our cords. Oh, baby. He eats our cords, and now I have all my deck plants inside the house, yeah. which doesn't help. I noticed your deck looks sad when I oh, came no. up. Summer's up over. Empty. Oh, wow. Our forensic files today was one of the douchiest husbands <laughs> ever born. Really horrible. It's called Home of the Brave, and it takes us back to 2007, where I think just nothing happened. Well, some things did. Britney Spears shaved her head. Oh, it was Britney having her mental mental breakdown. breakdown her right? umbrella moment. Yeah. Where she ran Smashing. into. Yeah. Whose car did she do that to? Was that just I a random? Know. I think a paparazzi. Maybe. Oh, like she was like, get out of my I feel face. she shaved her head because she was going to go to rehab and you can test drugs in your hair. You think she had a plan, or think. you just think she was like, "I'm going to shave my fucking." I head. feel like you can test how long you've been doing drugs because it shows up in your well, hair. Well, you can, yeah, but do you think she was that smart? I don't know. I don't think so. Or was she? You know, it wasn't like she and had then, to hide it. Everyone. What did I look at? Oh, for, it was like 2000 or some. Was it 2000 where she did like the sexy dance with the snake, and she had like the with the yellow the, snake. Yeah, and she had the nude, like, jumpsuit on uh-huh. and just the hottest body mm-hmm. ever and was just yeah. t- at top of her game. Yeah. Oh, how does it happen? Well, oh, Brittany, again, fame too young is, I think it just does something to your brain. Mm-hmm. It really does. Movies this year were nothing. <laughs> nothing. And I... Uh, Nothing. I love Reno 911. It's mm-hmm. one of my very favorite mm-hmm. shows ever. And it's on the new like Quibi app. There's a Quibi TV app. You can, can only get it mm-hmm. as an app and every show is only seven minutes long. So what? Reno 911 is new on Quibi, but every episode is seven minutes long. So it's just tiny little. Just and they have TV shows like clips. mystery shows and Amy Poehler has a new show on it. Um, what? Yes. And they're just seven minutes. And so you just boop, 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 watch all these little episodes. But Reno 911 Could Miami. You, Reno 911 yes. just came I out. watched every hmm. single one immediately and was dying, like dying, dying, dying. I love them so much. Hmm. It's just my thing, that foolishness. There was no Terry on roller skates, though, and some of the best characters were. Um, but all the original actors were back in thank goodness okay and they're all brilliant okay and it's just so good just so good they don't miss a beat but the reno 911 miami movie which I, of course i went to the theater to see because i love reno 911 mm-hmm. but it was not that great rock was actually in it if i remember well we love the rock yes. 300 which i really liked yeah was came out and that was really 
unique just because it was kind of like cartoony drawn, but live act. It was just like visually like a comic book appealing. And it was Gerard Butler with some six, lots of six pack ab men and tiny speedos. Joy. Yes. A hard body. Yeah. Michael Fassbender was in it mm-hmm. as a young baby. Mm-hmm. Um, then nothing. Like nothing. Um, so nothing. Anna, sadly, Anna Nicole Smith passed away um, in 2007. Oh, she led a, Do you remember uh, her? Just, yes. A very difficult life. So. I have a horrible problem of enjoying watching people just completely train wreck into, right, a total shit yes, show. Yes, Lindsay Lohan had her train wreck that so year, too. I, like, loved the Anna Nicole Smith show. Yes. That was, was it was it on VH1 or MTV? Yes. I don't even know. Where she um, always yes, slurred. both of those things. And yeah. she was just ridiculous and she was a horrible mess yes but it was like I would laugh and I couldn't stop watching and I kind of felt that way about Britney Spears I definitely felt it about Anna Nicole Smith and also lately I felt it about um from Amanda Bynes yeah and it was like what the hell is wrong with her and then you're like oh my god yeah eventually you're like it's not funny to make fun of but like that's well, I watch things wrong with me. Mad TV all the time too, and they always had a spoof of the Anna Nicole Smith show yeah. before she died, and it would be her wandering around hard- hardware stores mm-hmm. carrying the urn of Howard, mm-hmm. her nine hundred year old husband mm-hmm. that she inherited the money from. Yeah. Howard, and then she would fall, and Howard yeah. would spill all over the floor, and she'd have to sweep I him mean, up. Because it he would was laugh. really like oh. that. She would like, yeah, fall in the bathtub with all her clothes yes. on and you'd be like, that's so funny. Um, I don't, what's wrong with me? It's a terrible. I know. She was vulnerable trait. too. Yes. It's a terrible thing, but she passed away. Um, cool songs were Rihanna's Umbrella, Ella, Ella, eh, eh, eh. Yes. And I read about that song that tons of people turned it down and then Rihanna, who was like unknown, just took it and took that it was and like her song yep uh fergie broke away from those other people she was the in peas. a band with oh yeah the black eyed peas and she did biggest don't oh, cry that remember one. that song yeah that was actually it uh the sopranos ended in 2007 did yeah. you watch the sopranos i've seen the first season and yeah, I, didn't then I didn't have hbo anymore and then i couldn't watch it but the best thing in my life besides 1994 and Boys to Men was that in 2007, Mad Men premiered. You love. And the cat meowed. The cat. Randy, no. I've never loved anything more than Wanye from Boys right. to Men. My husband, Phil McDermott, yeah. and my children, and Mad Men. I know. Every episode, every season. You loved it. I'm obsessed. So much. That's where our John Ham Patreon comes from. Yes. Well deserved. He earned that spot and he should be proud. I love him. He and should be proud of his him. Wang in his, his huge pants. wang without underwear. Uh, so that was 2007, y'all. Right. No Country for Old Men was also a movie Ew. that was good. But that was what that was. Really good. Sorry. Josh Brolin was in it and I like him a lot. 
because he was in Young Riders, and I love yeah. that show in the eighties. He kind of had a volatile relationship with he's Diane. Some who... angry, maybe violent, drunk. I he's enjoyed... remarried now as had little babies, but okay, well, I hope he isn't. He is sober. Good. But poor Diane Lane, who's brilliant actress herself. I love her. Who was in the best movie ever made, Six Pack, with Kenny Rogers. (laughs) She was a teenager. The Outsiders. Yes. And Unforgiven. Yeah. The one where she had the affair. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that one is. Unforgivable. When you get smashed in the head with a a snow globe. globe. A snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) um, So who didn't get smashed in the head? With a snow globe was Effie and Michael Ratley. Neither of them did. No. Which takes us to Home of the Brave from Forensic Files. Mm-hmm. Our couple, Michael and Effie. So I don't know. Mama's family, there's Aunt Effie, but she's a thousand. I don't know anyone that names their baby girl currently Effie. I don't know either. I feel like that's you call someone Effie after you've called them fucker so much. Yeah, you just short you're just to like, Effie. hey Effie, what's up? Yeah, hey Effie. Uh, Why do you call her Effie? Because I call her fucker all the time, and now I just shorten it to Effie. <laughs> she knows she a fucker. <laughs> Why Effie? I don't know. Maybe it was a family. It had name. to be a family name. It wasn't the name of a young, woman very young woman in the night in, in the two thousands. No. No, no. And when I listened, the first time I heard this Forensic Files was on the podcast, and then I went and watched. So I listened to it on the podcast, then I watched it, and I, because in my head, I could not picture what an Effie would look like. I just had no picture. I feel like a farm wife from 1950. Yeah, Yeah. like who were you? But when I saw her, and she was fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, she was normal. Yeah, she looked like person. a Shannon or yes. an Ashley or something. Yes. And Ashley would have been a good name. Would have been good for her. Yes. I don't know. Anyway, Michael and Effie were a couple. They sure were. They met when Effie had a flat tire. Yep. And Michael pulled over to help her. Very much a gentleman. And they started dating at that time. We see Joy Williams, who is Effie's stepmother. She looks like if Susan Powder grew out her hair a little bit. And let it go gray. And let it, well, it was platinum blonde gray. So Susan Powder from Stop the Insanity, who had the platinum buzz cut, grow it out another inch. Yeah. Now you know what we're talking about. Joy Williams. Yep. (laughs) I put, she had a flat top. She had a flat top. Yeah. (laughs) She did. It wasn't a real feminine cut. Nope. No. It sure wasn't. But Joy was just happy that Effie was dating because she was kind of a quiet. Nerd girl. Nerd girl. I think they wrote her off in the family pretty much, even though she was like 22 and she finally found a man. On the side of the road. Right. She found the man. (laughs) Randy right now is doing catnip on the floor behind Megan. Uh Oh, like he gets a like high look on his face all the time, and like (laughs) just just I'm doing that. And his nails, he attacked me like here, like I'm bloody. Yes, his nails are so long, and we do not declaw Mm -hmm. our cats. Correct. So 
and Randy is violent at times. Here he's doing it. He makes his face. So that when Rachel and I have to take him to the vet, they actually know. <laughs> he doesn't um, they know now in his notes, um, they wear eagle handling gloves uh, and they uh. put a Hannibal Lecter face mask on him. That's how violent he is to the vets. So we die laughing Randy. because he's in this like Hannibal Lecter <gasps> muzzle and they're handling him with like eagle hawk gloves. Oh the big, God. thick ones. We're like, really? I can hold him. That That's how violent he is. So now he's just enjoying his catnip drug on the floor. Good job, I'm Randy. Sorry. He's been just um, a bother all day. So we had the um, pickup scene with the flat mm-hmm. tire. 18 months later, they're married. So they started dating. They got married. They're pretty young. I'm assuming they're in their like 22-ish. Yeah. We see again John Guy. He's back. The yes, hot he's back. prosecutor. Back again. From the Florida episode where the wife just went missing. And he said, I found some shoes on the beach. Right. She went skinny It could have been hers, but yes. maybe not. And he ordered only one sandwich instead of two. Right. And he went through the toll booths. And, and he she was weren't the nowhere. Only one. Yes. He done buried her in the old. Golf course. Golf course. <sighs> and answered his phone when he was Remember digging. that guy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So John Guy is back. He is the prosecutor for the this county. Handsome so this prosecutor. is another Florida county. Should I tell my story about yes. what I found out about him? So I was like, how does John Guy get to be in two episodes? And I recognized him because of his handsomeness. Like, it's cool to be yes, handsome in forensic files. Yeah. We're usually making fun right. of hot glasses or He-Man wigs or... Susan Powder right, hair. Right, Susan Powder hair. He looked attractive and smart. So I was like, what in the world? And I just started Googling John Guy, prosecutor. And it turns out he was the prosecutor in the Trayvon Martin case. He is a fucking big deal. Yes. And now... He's a judge. He's he a judge, judge John Judge guy. guy. Judge Guy. Hey, Guy. Did you know that? Did you vote already? I did. In the state of Minnesota. Did you look at the judges on the back? Because a guy who ran for the judge in some whatever 24A yes. judge, his last name was Judge. No. Yes. <laughs> so, do you feel like there's nothing else you can do but be a judge? Hello, Judge Judge. <laughs> I'm Judge Judge. What? Judge My judge. name's Judge Judge. May I approach the bench? Huh? Well, I'm criminal, criminal Judge Judge. Good morning, Judge Judge. Oh, man. I'd judge, like to make judge. my opening argument. What ooh, a. Ooh. I didn't look. I just, if they're unopposed, I do some like circle, circle, well, circle. Well, you voted for. Judge, judge, I judge then. voted for Judge Judge. Yep. Good for you, Judge Judge. Okay. I hope you win. So John Guy is now a judge too, but he was the prosecutor in this. So he's commenting on this other, episode as yes. well. A lot of things happen in Jacksonville. Was I guess this by Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep. It was in Bryceville, Florida, mm-hmm. but it must have been in the county. Right. Yeah. Three months after Michael and Effie are married, they are divorced. Yep. Oops. There was some turbulence. They never say what happened, no. though. They're just like, they got divorced, but they stayed in contact. But then one year later, they have a son named Aiden and are married again. Right. So they're the Liz and Dick yes. of Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> but Obviously. not quite. There is no Hope Diamond or Diamond no. giving. 
or anything like that. Or no. sexy Welch accents. Nothing. Nothing. None of that. Michael has a job as an office worker for Blue Cross Blue Shield, which seems fine, mm-hmm. I guess. They live in a trailer next to Aaron's house, so on their property. The trailer actually looks really fancy. Again, in my head, as I was listening, yes. I was like, oh, no. But then when I saw it, his parents' house was really nice, and it was... It was one of those on, fancy, nice trailers. Yeah, it was on the property right next right. to their house, yeah. After baby Aiden gets home from the hospital Just a with couple mama, of weeks, yeah. A couple weeks later, the nice trailer is ablaze. Just fire mm-hmm. burning. Michael wakes up. The whole trailer's on fire. He goes and grabs the baby, runs out the trailer. Effie is still in there trapped in the bedroom. She cannot get out. Mm-hmm. He uses a satellite dish, I guess, to break the window. And Effie crawls out the window and he rescues her. And, and all the people, like his parents are outside and his sister lived down the street and she was out there with her. So there was like kind of a growing crowd like, oh, my God. Yeah, so a whole Effie's crowd is there. around yeah, and the he, fire and he quick grabs the satellite dish, smashes mm-hmm. the window and pulls her out of there. Right. And the whole crowd cheers so much, in fact, that he gets on the news. Yes. The He's news girl. We see actual Effie on tape, and she had quite, um, I would say, an underbite. Yeah. Um, yes. I would agree with And that. we see cute little baby Aiden, and then we see Michael looking like a real gross slob. Just put on a polo and some pants when you're going to be on the news. It was a white, filthy t-shirt, t-shirt. that was stained. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have the news guy that's pretty much declaring him a town local right. hero. He saved his baby. He saved his wife. Mm-hmm. And Michael is on tape just saying, you know, what What else are you going to do? You're going to say, you know, you. I had to do something. Yeah, he was like, I don't, baby. I don't even want to think about what right. would What would have happened had I not done anything? I can't even think about that. The fire... Seems to be due to faulty wiring. It's declared accidental, and the entire family moves. And then the big house, so they're living with Michael's parents. Mm-hmm. Effie gets kind of her own room. Mm-hmm. We skip ahead one month later. Michael says he's sleeping in the living room with the baby just to give Effie a good night's sleep because the baby is probably like six weeks old at this time, and you just never sleep. Right. So she's sleeping in the bedroom. He's on the couch. He wakes up because he's hearing some sort of ruckus again or a noise. Mm -hmm. Something wakes him up. He goes into Effie's bedroom. He finds that the window's wide open and he sees that his wife is bleeding profusely. It was bad too in the pictures. The crime scene photos are nightmarishly bloody. Yep. He calls 911 and says, hello. So what did we have two weeks ago? Emergency. Yes. Emergency. This time he said, hello. <laughs> and they go, what's going on? And he says, dad, you have to talk to him, dad. Yeah. You have to talk to him. Then we see dad, who is, di- I'm just assuming, disheveled and half asleep, picks up the phone. The dad's like, they're like, sir, what is going on? He's like, I don't know. My son, he just came in here. And then now I look and my daughter-in-law's in the bed. 
Uh, she looks like she fell. Fell where? She's in, in the, the bed, bed, bleeding. Where did she fall? What happened? Why do you mean she fell? I, I, I don't know. She's in bed, bleeding profusely. Uh, she fell? Why would she go back to bed and not go to someone and say, I fucking fell and cracked my head open. Can someone help me? No, I'll just go back to bed. I mean, you maybe could if you had a head wound, but Jesus. She fell? <laughs> and then the 911 operator says, "Well, what what is she doing?" Yeah. And the dad said, "She's just laying She's there." She's laying there. Sir, yeah. I get that. Okay. And then they say, "Is she responsive?" And he's like, "Yeah, no. Whatever, you know." And they're like, "Okay." So, nobody really knows what's going on at this point. The paramedics rush to Effie to and they Get her to the hospital. She is alive. Mm -hmm. Then the doctors come out and we meet her parents. And it's so sad Mm -hmm. because they're sitting in the room, like the trauma operating room, waiting room. Mm -hmm. The doctors pretty much come out and say, she's dead. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's alive right now, but she has life ending injuries. Right. So she is not going to make it through her injuries. That is so to know that she's alive and there's nothing you can do about it. What did you notice about her father, Dwayne Williams? I forgot to write something down. Did he was he was mustached? He was wearing hot glasses. He did have hot glasses. Yep. Yep. He did. Mm -hmm. He had the hot glasses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He was. I almost didn't notice because it was very sad. Yeah. Because he he had to be the one that they told he him and Joy um, that basically her injuries were so severe that she was never going to recover. Recover. And so they decided four days after the accident that they were going to take her off life support. Impossible hard right horrible four days right absolutely nightmarishly horrific four days police now figure suspected break-in well okay the window's open she was hit in her bed maybe possibly yeah she was hit seven times in the head with a blunt object. It had a star shaped, which tells All of the, the cracks ME, in her head yes, were a star. That it was a round yeah. object. So I guess it fractures out like a star. Mm-hmm. They're noting that this is a very violent personal crime. And they describe that if mm-hmm. you are standing over someone, hitting them in the head with an object as hard as you can seven times Mm -hmm. that's insane Mm -hmm. yeah that's a personal crime you really i mean that's just that tells a lot about the relationship between the the victim and the criminal you would think because that's anger that's a personal you really just want to beat the living shit out of right yeah it's Effie, like they say that about strangulation right. too, because you're you want to watch the them person. in the eyes, yeah. and you want to watch it. You have a relationship. Yeah. You want this person dead. Yeah. You hate them. Yeah. This hate is driving you. Dad Dwayne, who is devastated, obviously at having to end mm-hmm. life support for his daughter, um, really just is suspicious of the whole situation. Now, the police go and try to get the story, like, what the hell happened here? They look in Effie's bedroom. 
With the window open, they're thinking, okay, the killer must have entered and exited through her bedroom window. The screen was cut. It seems to be like, did they come in and out this way? A, a stranger would not be in the house. They would come in and out the mm-hmm. window. Blood spatter was everywhere by the bed, the ceiling, as it would be. You're lifting a hammer, a bloody hammer, and swinging it. Blood is going to be all over. Right. They talked to the parents in the other room. They heard nothing. Now, <laughs> Michael said he Were did they hear something. hearing impaired? Maybe because you think you would hear a severe beating. Yeah. Now, Michael says he heard something from the living room, but the parents heard nothing from the bedroom next door. Weird. Yeah. The night before Effie's murder, Mike actually, the husband, Michael, had called 911 also. He said he was attacked on the head from behind while he was going into the barn. Mm -hmm. Someone came up to him and just bonked him on the head. Mm -hmm. Bonk! (laughs) And nothing was stolen, so the police assumed maybe Michael surprised an attacker. Yep. Again, the dad is calling 911 and seems completely unaware. Two days in a row, the dad had to talk to, to the 911. 911. <laughs> they ask him, like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. My son got hit in the head or something. <laughs> and they're like, well, sir, what do you mean? And he has no idea the facts and just mumbles his way again through the call. And the police figure that... This was, again, some sort of botched robbery because in their town, within 40 miles, a woman had been raped like a few weeks before, and another woman had been attacked and left for dead in some store supply room or something weird. And so fear is gripping Yeah, this town is just scared because everyone's getting attacked and raped and left in storerooms and bonked on the head. Just, yep. The investigators now... Look at this window to try to figure out who is the fucking idiot, jackass nightmare that is committing these crimes. Then they look at the window and realize, holy shit, it was freezing cold the night before. Only a fucking idiot would come out and attack anyone and go through the fucking freezing cold frost to get into a window to just hammer the shit out of someone and then just leave. Again, no, it's not going to happen. No one goes out in the cold. When our husbands shit on the floor. Take a huge runny dump on the carpet. We say, I'm going to pray on this (laughs) and get back to you. But we don't leave if it's negative 24. No. I'm we gonna don't go leave if it's in cold. another room. Yep. And I'm going to go in this room and I you want can you to think about what you've think done about what you did. We don't leave. We don't go outside when it's cold. No. Nobody goes outside when it's cold. Nope. And in Texas, of course, they don't go outside when it's cold because no. they don't understand it. Nope. It was so cold that there was literally frost they and frozen on the ground. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what's happening there. They're frightened. No. They're not going outside. My best friend, Jen Hatmaker, she yeah. doesn't understand snow. She's frightened of the frost. She really is. So there is frost all over the grass. You leave your footprints in frost. Frost has footprints. <laughs> There was no footprints at all. There was nothing tracked into the mm-hmm. white carpet. Why do you pick white? Because you know your husband's going to diarrhea on that carpet. And how do you get it out of white? Dumb. You don't. How do you have white carpet? You they know, you not cannot have, have children, children. You cannot have yeah. pets. And you cannot no. eat outside of your dining room. No. And you can't wear shoes in the home. No. And you can't even, like, have your grubby-ass dirt feet. No. That's too hard to maintain. 
But it, it looks pretty. Besides no impressions, they also, this was my favorite part, like looked at the dust on the windowsill. And they were like, there's no marks or wipes where somebody would have tried to climb Clearly in or climb out. disrupted the dust. And they showed several shots of yes. the window filth. And I was like, amen. Right. A kindred spirit. Yeah. In Texas. Win- Who dusts the windowsill? Nobody. I would have been mortified yeah. if someone would have like, right. tried to murder someone in my house and I would have had to take pictures of, of the filthy the window dust cells. and bu- dead bugs in the window. Oh my cell. God. Yes. And not only that, there was a shit ton of laundry shoved up against the window and none Again, of the laundry was disturbed. Loved it. Yes. Loved the laundry. Because there's clothes and laundry over it's everyone's real life. home. Every time I go to somebody's fucking Especially house, if you have a baby. It's perfect. Even when I walk into my own friend's house, I'm like, why are your houses always perfect? Mine looks like a sh- Not when you come here. a disaster all the time. It's a shithole. And I have three adults living here. There's no reason. Yours is not. Mine is horrible. Anyway. Clearly I was- due to all of this, they are learning, even though they're men, they have gotten enough sense to know. No one came in that window, mm. which mm. now the murderer had to be inside the house, which changes everything. And you can, I mean, like you said, you can see the crime scene of the room. Right. There was also her purse left there untouched, his right. wallet left there untouched. If it's right. a robbery, he took nothing. Mm-mm. Investigators, though, do find Michael has some DVDs. So it, Michael has some um, lubricants. Yes, they said and it was a personal lubricant. Some male gay porn. They made. They said male gay porn. And, and then a they DVD showed player B roll footage. They showed in the, the gay background porn. of gay porn. Yes. And As a if fake we couldn't Michael just visualize it, right? Yeah. Like, just tell us. Yep, he had gay porn and right. some lube, and we're like, yeah, so this doesn't seem your good husband for Effie has his own DVD player with gay porn DVDs and lube. Does that mean he's gay? Just asking for a friend. For a friend, I'm asking for a friend, and he wears <laughs> golf attire and. <laughs> wants to look his best yes and is a really good dancer <laughs> and yeah, singer what might that tell you i don't know just asking for a friend so investigators feel just because he has this that that might be a motive and they don't really go anywhere with it like what if they did just find his phone cake? calls though right but then again, they don't go and they say they, they, they bring up the male gay porn yeah. and go immediately to he's been calling a 35 year old man that was one of his teachers. But then they go nowhere. No, they so don't say anything about it. You're assuming that's a love affair he's right. having. And so what if it's not? Did whereas, they interview yeah, the no, former teacher? None. We never know. We don't know. But this could be a massive motive. So if he is gay, he would not maybe want to still be married to his wife which a could, woman yeah right which might be a motive for her, for him to commit this crime right. michael's sister they ask if she heard anything and she said no which is not shocking because she lived down the road also um she had eight fucking dogs she had plus eight dogs. two 
10 dogs. She had eight that were outside hunting And two dogs. that roamed. And two that just roamed around. Yes. Didn't even have to stay in the pen like the hunting dogs. Right. They did what they wanted. No. <laughs> they just roamed Can around. Can you imagine the shit? No. There's shit all over her house. Oh, my God. So, of course she heard nothing. She's in her own home with 1,900 dogs outside Mm-mm. and probably 1,900 dogs inside. Right. She doesn't give two shits. And probably some kids, too. There's got to be some kids thrown in there. They ask around Michael's friends, and his friends all say that he hated his <laughs> wife. That he did not want to divorce her, though, because he could not afford the child the divorce and, and child support. Child support. Who can afford a child? No, no one, one ever can afford a child. Nobody can afford a child. But though, if your spouse hates you, if your spouse admits to hating you, or if you know your spouse hates you, that's not good. You can do better. It's time to go. It's time to go. If there is actual hate in the relationship, it's just let's move on. I feel like he didn't ever say that. He just said it to his friends, but I don't feel like he was mean to her. She never, there was no reports. There were no reports that there was something amiss in their relationship except the first divorce, but they always stayed friendly and, and together. Yes, but it then was we something find out weird. some more things yeah. though that maybe he was a dick. Well, he was a total dick. And that maybe he did hate You're her. right. Oh, I forgot about this part. Yep, you're right. Yeah. So I think maybe Please he tell did. this part. Now they talk to Effie's family. Effie's family says, um, yeah, he was a dick. He was a huge <laughs> fucking gross. After I just got done to saying like I don't feel like he was a asshole. dick asshole dick psycho I forgot that about clearly hated her and again if your spouse hates you please move on thank you you cannot really turn hate that into love again anyway effie tells i mean effie's family tells the story about how effie was driving on the interstate to work Michael calls her, so she answered the phone, which you're not supposed to do. Don't answer your phone unless it's hands-free. And I don't think in 2007 that was, but whatever. Was. What are you going to do? There probably weren't any laws against He asked for her to check in the console to see if he's, his medication was there. Effie, why would his medication be there? In your car console? No. No. But she does, and then screams because the entire console is filled with mice live mice also by the way when i listened to this they never said her console was full of mice so they just were like yeah they show her screaming and i couldn't see anything so i'm like what what is it what happened what happened what happened don't ever say it so So she's they show her just steering all over in front of semis and like driving erratically all over the highway and screaming bloody murder because there's mice pouring out of her console and then somebody in her family said everyone knew she was terrified of mice or something and And i would have went oh cute and picked him up and gave him kisses and put little like cinderella gus gus t-shirts on him you wouldn't have kissed him probably would have been shocked i might have been actually but then i would have kissed him but then you would have liked him no thank you um 
Yeah, so they are assuming because this fucker called and told her to look there when she was driving mm-hmm. that he intended for her to crash into a semi and right. crash and kill herself. Right. Investigators also learn that Effie had $150,000 of life insurance. Again. Yeah. You don't. It, once life insurance is taken out on you, so there should be a watch on you. Yes. For the rest of your life. Right. Because he's going to kill you for that $17. Correct. Correct. It clearly wasn't a JCPenney life insurance. <laughs> but more of a quality life insurance. It was insurance. a little bit better than JCPenney. Yes. Oh. 150. Now, the police realize that the killer of this crime, since it was so bloody and so violent, would have been covered head to toe in blood, which is their problem because they looked at Michael's bathrobe. bathrobe? Does a man wear a bathrobe? Michael does. Does a man wear a bathrobe? Please comment on our Facebook pages if, page if your husband wears husband a bathrobe wears, or someone you know wears a bathrobe because i have a bathrobe i never actually. wear my bathrobe either i have one do you wear she, it yeah i actually do oh but jamie wears I, i'm lucky if i get him to wear a towel right yes that's how it is in my house right they're usually it's like please cover yes this. we live in a city in a Cover small it. Yeah, but there's no... I could not... Can you picture Jamie in a bathroom? I mean, I can. <laughs> Even if it was and tiny. It's in a gay... If it was very tiny and frilly, scene. like Blanche Devereaux. Yeah. Maybe he would. Yeah, no. I don't know. Any, my dad never wore one. My husband never did. No. No. Never does. Investigators now realize that, okay, we, we're going to have a really bloody criminal. They search the whole house, but they are not finding blood. They are not finding fingerprints. They are not finding weapons. Nothing is in the house except the mattress is soaked in blood and there's blood spatter all over the wall and the, the ceiling. Walls, yeah. So they look in Michael's truck. This was so weird. And they say... Good grief, you dumb jackpot fucker. In his truck, in a hidden console compartment in his truck, is just pretty much the entire murder kit covered in blood. <laughs> yep. They, it's under the back seat. There must be some secret so lift he just, up like, thing. They, it looked like they lifted up the cushion the seat, that you and there's sit a whole on and there's like a little box dug there. out there. Yeah. There was bloody gloves. Bloody latex gloves, a bloody hammer, a bloody box cutter, or a box cutter. Yes, a box used, cutter. Um, and burnt electrical wire. wires. Michael acts very shocked. What? <laughs> How did that get there? And then it says, boy, it looks like I killed my wife. Guess it looks like I did it that. It sure does. Mm-hmm. He says, someone obviously planted those items to make me look guilty. Um, sir, no, <laughs> sir, no, that's not how this goes. No, nope. The wire matched exactly the wire around the start of the fire yeah. from the mobile home. So, so now they're like, holy shit, we said he was a hero, but he was trying to kill his fucking wife right then. Yes, he was trying to burn her up. Yeah, oh, and. They show police 
footage where Michael went in for questioning and he had to take off his shirt to look for scratches from the attack, which he had none. But Michael without a shirt on is not a pleasure for the eyes. Michael without a shirt on was, I needed to take some bleach like Homer Simpson and pour it into my eyes. He could have been a character in Reno 911. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That they find on the street yeah. or at the This that. was not a catch. He is, Mm-mm. he. I don't know. It was unfortunate, Michael. I'm sorry. Oh. And the cops keep saying, all right, he clearly started this fire. It, he clearly started the fire in the trailer, but why did he save Effie? He wanted her dead. And we do kind of figure out a reason later on that possibly he would have done it. Michael starts crying when he realizes he's kind of narrowed in as the main suspect and says how much he loved his wife. He would never do this to her. Um, Yeah, right. But you told everyone at work you hated her. Everyone around her, you told you hated her and that she sucked. And you have phone calls to this mysterious man. But we won't check it out. We won't (laughs) check it out or find out what's going on. The evidence is all tested. So the hammer had Effie's blood on it. It matched her wounds exactly. The round wounds that created the star effect. Her blood was on the work gloves. Her blood was on paper towels. Her blood, her um, his DNA was inside the latex gloves that they believe he put on and then put the work gloves on and then bashed her head right. with the hammer. Yep. They feel just like Lizzie he Borden. He double gloved it. Yes. Lizzie Borden was believed to have committed her crimes of killing her father, father and stepmother and naked. Um, but they also think she could have also been wearing her dress and she did burn a dress the next day. But oh, that's yeah, why she, she did, did not yeah. have blood all over herself uh-huh. when people came right away to the house. But Michael, I believe, committed his crime naked. Good God, the last thing she sees is him <laughs> naked? <laughs> Come on! Give the woman a break. Keep yourself covered when you're bashing oh, her head with she a doesn't hammer. Need to see that body in that whatever oh, kind of wang no. you have that is insufficient, <laughs> and that's what she sees hitting her in the head. Uh, I am so sorry, Effie. You did not deserve any of that. Prosecutors now go. Maybe he's been planning her murders for months. You the mice think? in the car, yeah. the fire. Oh, where he has to bust a window and break her out because there's an audience. Right. They felt like the only reason he saved her yeah. is because a shitload of town people and his family and his sister and all those like, goddamn dogs. F were, is in there. She's yeah. Dying. F is in there. So he yeah. felt like he had to do something. Otherwise, right. if he was just standing there like adult. You know, <laughs> they would be like, "Can you do something? Go get her." Right. He lied, they feel, about being attacked at the barn to set up the idea that someone was coming to the house to rob it. So he did that the night before, which is dumb as hell, and then killed her with the hammer the next night. And used paper towels to wipe himself off. So the paper towels were him cleaning himself. How? Do paper towels get all the blood off of your body? They're so cheaply made. They're not brawny. Yes. No. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, when I try to wipe something out with a paper towel, it's, like, smeared. How was there no blood? He oh. had to have, like, had, like, taken How? a shower or he something. He had to have. Because And then woke his no dad way. up and said, <laughs> and he's, I can't talk. Ooh, oh, let me put my hearing God. aid in. 
Oh, so when he finally at- reported the attack, he had cleaned himself yeah. up, obviously pretty well. He staged the scene with cutting the screen on the window, but was too much of a dumbass to leave footprints or move the dust or do anything. Right. Oh, good God. They, he was too way too arrogant, though, to think, because he also hid all his materials in his truck before he called 911. Yeah, like, just burn it. I don't Thought understand. nobody would check there. You're, the it's hu- your the truck. husband's always the main suspect. They're going to search everything you have. Think about it, Michael. Oh, my God. Michael, they're figuring, just didn't want to be married anymore. He didn't want to have the child. He didn't want to pay child support. So he divorce couldn't pay for the divorce. Was out of yeah. the question. In July 2009, Michael was convicted, thank goodness, of first degree mm-hmm. murder. And he got life without parole. Which would be a very long time because he was like 27 or yep. something like that or 25. He cried too. Yes, of course. He's going to cry. Idiot. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, right. Right. I'm sorry I got caught. Um, You tried three times. I'm really sure you're, you're sorry. Yes, until yeah. you finally had a beater in the head with a hammer. Right. Oh, the poor woman. Just, my God. Oh, anyway. Mm-mm. Michael, I'm he glad could have just prison. paid for it. His parents had a nice house. They, they would have helped paid him. everything for him. They babied him his whole life, probably. And he they'd already been divorced once. His truck was super nice. Did you see yes. that truck? Sell your truck. What does Effie want? She just wants something to take. She just wants to take her. care of her baby. That's, That's it. it. Oh, She's so nice, and it looked like she had a nice dad with hot glasses and a stepmom who would have right. helped her. Oh, I mean, we have no idiot. idea, but they looked yeah, nice. They looked nice on their forensic files and interviews. Yeah. I don't know. Just pay for it, Michael. Idiots. Anyway, that is our episode you we guys, brought to you tonight. We thank love you that you listen. so much for listening and sharing us with your friends and rating us anytime. Um, We've you had can such give us a wonderful five star rating. Yes. We, we read those reviews and that gets me through my week. And we text them to each my other. Month. Yeah. Even though we work one foot away from each yes. other in different rooms doing are un- doing something we something can't talk about mysterious for the government. that which must not be named yes. and we love your ratings it helps us we love that you share with your friends um please follow us on social media right we, we have, have facebook pages, and we're gonna have a Instagram. tiktok and once they figure out TikTok. how to do a tiktok are we for cool enough for tiktok no i mean of course not i no. don't think so absolutely not maybe my daughters can help us yes um what else we have some new Etsy stickers coming out soon. So right. check our, our link Etsy. is on our in our show notes. Yes, we have a link tree Sarah put together. She yes. knows how to do it all. So you can just click, 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 and it's right there. Wow. If you want to support us with a Patreon payment, we would be so yes. grateful. My goodness. And thanks to Corey, our new Yeah, Patreon. welcome. We'll have some more stuff for you guys. We're gonna coming have some up. good yeah, some good shows. Because we pull up. it together. Yes. Anyway, have a wonderful whatever night, day, <laughs> weekend, whenever you listen. And we love you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Right, bye-bye. Bye bye.